Hi, welcome to episode 116 of the LDS Study Session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. Uh, if you did miss the last episode, episode 100 and, uh, the last one, 15, 115, uh, I do recommend you go and listen to that one first, as we, this is basically a, just a follow-on uh, from where we were up to at that point. Just to, as a brief reminder, uh, if you are listening perhaps the next day or whatever, uh, we are discussing the Liberating Saints Virtual Summit, uh, which is just ending uh, tomorrow. Um, if you haven't had a chance to you know, engage or listen to any of these interviews, I do recommend you get on there as quick as you can because they are available for free. Uh, if you just go to uh, Google Liberating Saints Virtual Summits, I'm sure that you can just follow a link, a link there and uh, get, a, get a pass and you can watch some of these interviews. They are very, very useful uh, in terms of supporting uh, members, children, family, individuals, uh, loved ones of individu individuals who are... Uh, preparing for a world where there is a, you know, a heavily influenced of pornography, or those that are currently trapped in that uh, snare right now. Uh, so please do go have a look. If obviously you've missed that, you can still Google it and you can still access these interviews, but there will be a cost uh, to access them. But then you have them for access, you know, all time, which may be worth considering, uh, particularly if you are a leader or someone that works with someone, or if you know someone uh, that is kind of going through this issue. I would suggest that there are probably more people than you think that you know that are going through this issue. I was just ending uh, kind of the reality of exposure of pornography right now, or in the last episode. <coughs> and uh, it really is difficult uh, to, to kind of consider this, but it is possible and probable that you know someone, you probably know a few people that have either gone through or are going through uh, this problem at this time and perhaps are going through it uh, by themselves and it's difficult it you know i'm sure it's difficult for, for those people but it's important that we are ready to support and help them uh, so i kind of finished off with the reality of the exposure of pornography around us and i wanted to talk about how to begin with young kids now this was a uh, an episode there was two episodes that dealt really with this one by dina alexander who is CEO of Educate and Empower Kids, uh, and one that was by Kristen Jensen, uh, who is uh, the founder of Protect Young Minds, and they both gave fantastic interviews. I guess the worry for many parents is, you know, when do you start? How young, or is when is too young to start discussing these things? But uh, one of the valuable points that was made by both these uh, wonderful sisters was about the point that pornography is not the main issue here. It is one big issue and it does have to be dealt with, but it really begins with teaching children the importance of healthy, supportive uh, relationships uh, which they can build on uh, with that, that, that are intimate. I mean, uh, for example, uh, Kristen Jensen, uh, she did publish a book, I think, uh, for children as young as seven or perhaps even five and four and five about how to start discussing things such as healthy intimacy relationships uh, and you know when you think about it it does make sense when you when you have a child in a home and you're teaching them through these lessons life lessons of seeing their parents or whoever is at home having a healthy loving relationship where they nurture and support one another that really is the beginning of something which will help them to understand that pornography is something which is not is not the norm or is not something which we should aspire to in terms of what is on these, uh, well, within these materials, uh, that this healthy intimacy should be shown from as young 
as that child. And actually, she did, she did say that she had a number of parents, dads, mums, whoever, asking if they could have a book for children as young as three. Again, not discussing the, the, the graphic details of pornography and all these kind of things, but just, you know, simple things like, how, how do we know mommy and daddy love each other? You know, what do they do? They, they, they look after each other. They support one another. They may hug and, and give a kiss and, and these kind of things. And just healthy ways that we can start helping children to understand how to have a, a, a healthy relationship uh, with, future, uh, relation, with future people they will have a relationship with. Uh, and I think that's where it begins. And then, of course, she then progressed through from children as young as that to then teenagers and how... We need to build this open relationship. And I think this is one of the biggest things that I've taken from this uh, virtual summit is that we need to be building uh, this healthy, open relationship with our kids and make it so that, that, that they are not searching for things because they are not getting that information from us. I think, you know, we need to understand now that we are past a time where we can literally just have filters on and you know, have the computer in a safe, open space in the house and all of these things. Whilst they, whilst those are good measures to have and they should be things we should be doing as families, you know, making sure they don't have, they're not allowed their cell phone in their room on their own or they shouldn't have the cell phone after a certain hour and all these things. These are all healthy practices to have in a loving home where there is uh, concern and and, and it's not just concern for the individual, but also you also want to spend time with them and be a family and not just people that are separated and looking at screens on their own because that is when the the dangers start to lurk. But I think that we need to understand that we are past a time now where those things are enough. You know, just because you have a computer in a space in the home where everyone will see it does not mean that everyone's going to be sat around it with you at the time that you're using it. Just because you have filters on for certain things doesn't mean that the people that we mentioned before who want this data to come from people using these these illicit sites will then find ways to work around these filters you know these the filters and the precautions will not work for a child's entire life even if it's the fact that when they go to school they'll hear a dirty joke or they'll have friends who are discussing these these immoral things or they'll even go to a friend's house and a friend wants to show them something uh, I can't remember if it was Christian Jensen or uh, Dean or Alexander, but one of them made the point that, you know, a friend will probably just say to them, oh, let me show you this, let me show you this. And, you know, they may be thinking, oh, it's a new video game or something like that, but actually it's the start, or even it is just quite straightforward pornography. Uh, and so I guess it's building that relationship early with the children. You know, for example, my son is seven, and listening to this virtual summit has made me start to consider I, I really need to start having not not you know a talk about sex with him because it's not appropriate at that age I don't feel personally I mean maybe talking about him and his body is an appropriate point but certainly not anything else however I do think it's important uh, at this point certainly to start developing moments and times and opportunities where we can talk with each other and be open and, and have frank discussions about things uh you know and for those that are listening you know some of some of these people that are listening may know about who i am and and, and my parents and i so I, I don't really want to comment and discuss you know the way i was brought up however i do feel that the way i was parented uh would not work necessarily in terms of 
protecting and supporting me, uh, you know, in, a, in, in today's world. Obviously, I am older now and I was being brought up uh, as a child 10 to 15 years ago. So I think a lot of things have changed. And I think that it's important that we develop this now as, as young as, as may perhaps my son to develop a, an opportunity where they feel like they can discuss and share and talk with each other about um, <clears throat> about things. And then, of course, when our children start to grow up, they'll know that they can come to you as a parent so that they can then discuss these things that they've heard at school, this swear word that they've heard, and they're wondering what it means, rather than then searching that up uh, on a online search engine, which then will then bring forward vast amounts of inappropriate material for them to look and see, uh, which, of course, then will drag them into a feeling of shame and guilt. And we'll talk about that, probably not in this episode, because already uh, we're coming up to the 10-minute mark, and I've still got three or four other, well, three other points that I've kind of taken away from this. But it is developing that healthily with your with your children, that, that time to talk where they can share these things. For example, <coughs> you know, the physical intimacy is not something which should be a negative thing. Going back to the gospel topic section in the, in the pornography section, it says, quote, physical intimacy is a sacred part of Heavenly Father's plan of happiness. However, the adversary tries to thwart the Lord's plan of happiness by suggesting that physical intimacy is only for sexual, uh, for personal gratification. Pornography is a tool of the adversary and its use causes the spirits of the Lord to withdraw from us, close quote. And I think that when we discuss these with our children, it's important to remember uh, that we should not paint it as this scary thing. Do not go on the internet on your own, you know, there's dangerous things on there and they're going to really pull, you know, pull you away from the spirit and it's terrible. All Everything about sex and everything like that is terrible. There was a, a interview by, uh, by an anonymous person called Earthly Parents who has published a book uh, who literally uh, goes into, into detail uh, about uh, sexual intimacy, building a healthy, uh, physical intimate, physically intimate relationship in marriage, uh, you know, making sure that, you know, within the bounds the Lord has set that all these things are in order. But also he does go into very, very specific and very uh, graphic information about the male and female body and how they work together and, you know, things to support and help each other enjoy a healthy sexual uh, relationship inside of, inside of a marriage. Uh, and, you know, that's great. <laughs> Uh, but I do think that um, it's important that we re remember as parents, perhaps it's part of our role. And in fact, it really probably is, because if not, where else are they going to learn these things uh, to understand these things? Now, again, of course, these things must come at the appropriate age and at the appropriate time. But of course, after a decade or so of learning or, or helping the children understand that there is a time and a place where we can talk together and be open about things, then our children will hopefully come to us rather than searching things online to find out, you know, how this this sexual intimacy works. Because if we're looking for, for, for tips about how to be physically intimate with a loving spouse online, we're going to get trapped into, into some very dark and very dangerous things. And so I think that is why it's important we recognise, well, these discussions about how to have a healthy physical intimate, physically intimate uh, marriage has to come from parents it really does if it doesn't come from them it's going to come from places where people can get snared very easily uh, and 
you know, that, that is a very important principle. Very quickly, because otherwise this is going to go on to an, a full week, but there is, I guess I've learned a lot from it. Um, looking at then when our children get, start dating, it's important to help them uh, learn how to uh, discuss these things with their partners. Now, obviously, when a, when a couple are kind of dating and they've gone on five, six dates, it may well be that at that point they want to start discussing things about the future, uh, particularly as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we know that we date for, for the intention that we will find, a, uh, find an eternal companion. Now, when we are discussing, uh, Adam Moore, who is a, a, a family and marriage kind of uh, therapist, uh, he made the point that really couples who are dating and then starting to consider marriage should discuss a ma whole manner of things. And he gave a really useful, uh, well, he gave a number of in really useful tips about how to approach these big, big topics. Not that they should be like, oh, well, uh, I was just thinking about kids and about, you know, when we get, if we get married, uh, how we raise our children, for example. Let's have that discussion right now. That's not really the best way to do it because the one side that brings up the question has obviously been thinking about it and had the time to, to consider it, whereas the person that hasn't brought it up has to think on the spot. And as human beings, we do not make our best decisions on the spot. He suggests that perhaps it may be a wiser choice to, uh, you know, one person will have to obviously bring that up. You know, one person will have to take that responsibility. For example, how to raise children or, for example, you know, how we go into uh, feed our family. You know, what, what principles in terms of disciplining children are we going to take and all these kind of things. So perhaps bringing up the topic. And then, of course, pornography is one of these things that you said that perhaps couples should talk about. You know, what, what has been your exposure? You know, have you seen anything? You know, uh, what, were, what, what happened as a result of that? Has there... When was the last time you saw something like this? Have you ever sought it out? And not because this is something which is going to make someone think, well, well, I don't want to, I don't want to see you again, but because this is something which, as a couple, these things should be discussed. Uh, because otherwise, and I've seen this happen in, in many lives around me, that if this isn't discussed, and then it goes into a marriage, and the person thinks, oh, well, it'll all, it'll all be solved once I'm married, because I won't have those desires anymore, Actually, you'll probably find that those problems are highlighted and then it causes big, big rifts and problems. Uh, and this is one of the most disappointing and discouraging things when, you know, you, you find out that people uh, fall away from each other, particularly when there's, when there's issues like pornography with these things. Uh, so, yeah, great, great uh, idea by him that you suggest that question and say, I'd love to talk to you about, uh, you know, how we're going to... Uh, give give our, uh, make sure our children our well first of all what or what what if any children we want uh, or how we raise those children or your pornography use or but not because i want to interrogate you or, or you know i want to question you on these things i just we were just it's important that as we go into this relationship we are open and honest with each other and we develop that relationship i'm going to give you let's meet again tomorrow or maybe in a couple of days and we'll talk about it and then set some time aside to then have that discussion. I think that's a really valuable uh, piece of information that uh, Adam Moore gave in that interview. Anyway, I am now past 15 minutes, so I'm going to pause it there, uh, and then join us for tomorrow uh, on the LDS study session, and I'll hopefully wrap up. If not, this may turn into a four-part uh, series, but I do feel like there's been a lot of takeaways from this, which 
obviously the this resource is intended for leaders of the church but also as a father uh, i've really just had a lot to think about with this over the past uh, past couple of weeks or so anyway i hope you've enjoyed it if there's anything you'd like to share please do so at mattessroberts90 on twitter or email us at ldsstudysession at gmail.com until we meet again <laughs>